Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where each week you will hear topics related to women of faith and entrepreneurship who are cultivating lives of impact that will one day lead to a legacy. My name is Shelley Tyson, and I will be your host each week as we chat with other women who are navigating business, faith, parenthood, and a lot of other topics that relate to building lives that glorify God and serve others abundantly. I hope you enjoy today's episode and are encouraged as you intentionally choose to live a life of impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. My name is Shelly Tyson. I am so excited to be back with you today with a fairly new friend of mine who I met over Instagram. I know you guys feel like I say that a lot, but social media is really, truly a gift and God uses that to connect people all the time. And Sarah Motes is one of those incredible people. I first was introduced to Sarah somehow on Instagram. We got connected and she had reels that were super fun to watch. And so I'm in awe of her and her creativity and her reels. But I'm excited today for us to dive into some topics about Pinterest, which I know a lot of you are already familiar with, but how we can leverage that in serving other people and also specifically on how to have courage to step back or to take your foot off the gas when God is leading you to do that, even when you don't know why. So Sarah, we have a lot to cover. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I'm excited to dive into this with you. Oh yeah. I'm excited to be here. Sarah, tell us a little bit about how you got into Pinterest, what that has to even do with all the things that you do. So just tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. So I started out 10 years ago as a UX UI website designer in nerd speak that translates into, (laughs) I study how people use websites and then design accordingly. So a website actually works really well for you. And so I did that in the corporate world for a while. And then we moved to a different state into a very rural part of Oklahoma where there were no website design jobs. None. And so I said, you know what? I've always wanted to start my own business anyway, let's go. And so I started doing that. And one of my first clients was a pregnancy resource center here in middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, and they desperately needed a website. So I built them a site and then they started like a little bit of blogging and stuff. And they said, okay, Sarah, it's been a few months. We really love our site, but We're only getting like 50 or 60 people to visit the site. What can we do to get more traffic, Um, you know, increase SEO rankings and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, let's just put your blog content on Pinterest. And they were like, can you do that for us? Cause we don't want to learn how to do it. And I said, yeah, sure. So that's kind of where that pivot started was with that first client. And within six months, they had almost a thousand people visit their site just from Pinterest alone. I mean, that's like lives being changed. Yes for women across yes. the world for as far as I know. So that's kind of how that, that shift started from strictly website design to more of the content marketing, Pinterest SEO stuff. And did you imagine that you would ever live in rural Oklahoma building websites and doing Pinterest and things like that for pregnancy centers? Like, is that something you always dreamed of doing Sarah? <laughs> Well, I actually grew up here in rural Oklahoma. Oh, we moved back, yeah, from Florida. But like the idea of owning my own business and impacting lives and having ripple effects that I can't see how far those ripples go is absolutely mind blowing. And I'm doing it from my office in my house with Pinterest, which apparently yeah. is for more than just wedding planning and crafting. So, break 
that down for us a little bit. I am for sure familiar with the platform from that aspect, from, you know, decorating recipes, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. But how can you leverage it? Like you said, for this pregnancy resource center in a way to actually drive traffic to their website. So it's not driving traffic to Pinterest. It's driving traffic to the website. How does that work? Yes. So I actually specialize in Pinterest for service providers and coaches specifically, because I'm really trying to break that mindset. Everyone has of, well, I'm not, I'm not Joanna Gaines. Right, 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 right. Things beautiful. I mean, look at my office. I'm not Joanna Gaines either, but basically Pinterest is a search engine. Think of it as sexy Google. It is a visual search engine. So the prettier things are, I mean, make things beautiful, make your pins lovely, stick it on Pinterest, put your podcast episodes on there, your blog posts, YouTube videos, all of it is searchable on Pinterest. And as the generations, these younger generations are coming up, starting their own businesses and things, they're looking for answers, not on Google. Yep. They're looking for things on Pinterest. And I can prove that if, if you're interested in how I can prove that send me a DM on Instagram, I can prove it. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's incredible. So I'm really encouraging these women who are starting up these businesses, who are uh, podcast coaches, who are life coaches, all the coaches, all the service providers, graphic designers, all of them. Hey, get your content on Pinterest because it's going to increase the, the traffic to your website. And ultimately I don't tell people this very often, but I don't want Pinterest to be your number one source of website traffic. I want it to be Google, but we have to start somewhere. So I start all my clients off with Pinterest, getting more and more traffic to the website through Pinterest. Stuff is starting to index with Google. Google's recognizing like, okay, people are really going to this site. Let's increase this. They take your pin images, put them on Google images. I mean, Pinterest is a great way to start boosting your SEO. Yeah. So interesting to think about it in that way of kind of that entry level to really where you want to be, but also leveraging the visual because we all know our, you know, I'm a millennial, definitely Gen Z. I mean, everybody is definitely going more towards that instant gratification, what looks pretty. And so to be able to leverage and use that to be able to drive people to the value and content that you have on your website is it makes so much sense, but I do have a question about the aesthetics because I'm immediately thinking, okay, well, I'm not Joanna Gaines either. So how do you teach your clients how to get these beautiful photos and really craft the right kind of pin to attract the right people to click on the Mm -hmm. website? Right. Well, you are correct. Beautiful pins definitely catch the eye more than just you know, oh, here, let me just take this Instagram post I made and yeah. throw it onto Pinterest. I mean, yeah. things have to be the optimum size, which is 1000 pixels by 1500. If you're a Canva user, Adobe Photoshop yeah. or Illustrator sounds really scary. Open up Canva, click on create design, click on Pinterest pin. You can use the pins, uh, templates in Canva. If you want to just know thousands and thousands of other people are using those as well. Great point. If you, I have some templates. If you want some free templates, go to my website. I'm sure I can give the link to you, Shelly, and people can grab those, but just take the time to actually think through the typography that's on the pin. Can, is it actually readable? 
a lot, that's the number one mistake I see a lot of people make is that they'll type out the title of their podcast on that Pinterest pin, but it's so small, you can't even read it. So just really thinking through the user experience of the pin. Number one, can you read it? Number two, does it have a call to action on it? Number three, does the image actually communicate what's going on in the title? Number four, make sure it's the correct size. I mean, these very basic graphic design principles are so important in creating beautiful pins. That's a good point. I think sometimes we overcomplicate it, but then at the same time, don't think about it from the prospect's perspective and the consumer's perspective. But I'm also listening to you and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm running a business. I know what that looks like as an entrepreneur, you're doing all the things. Mm -hmm. How do you help your clients over the hurdle of this is just one more platform. This is just one more thing for me to have to add to my plate. How do you really help them navigate through the value of being able to leverage this particular platform? The amazing thing about Pinterest is that you're really not creating any new content for Pinterest. You, if you already have a podcast, you're already going through all the steps to publish it. All you have to do is take two extra minutes or hire a VA to make a few pins for you and throw it onto Pinterest. Like it's just an additional tiny, tiny step. I'm not asking you to write a new post. I'm not asking you to, you know, make new video, nothing here. It's literally a repurposing platform. Ooh, I love that. The simple, the simplicity of that. And yet the exponential potential Mm -hmm. of that makes it kind of sound like a no brainer. Honestly, it's the no brainer. If you're already putting forth all that effort, why not also put it on a platform where thousands and thousands, sometimes millions of people will see your content. There's over 450 million people on Pinterest that are looking for more than recipes. I'm assuming. Yes. And for you, service providers or coaches out there, listen up the average pinner. I'm sorry, not the average pinner. 40% of pinners make a hundred K or more. So they are people who have the income and they're ready to buy. And you have the exact solution to their problem that they're already searching for in Pinterest. You're literally just answering their question. Which is half the battle when you're talking about creating content. It's so much better um, and more efficient if you are able to, to create content for the right people to look at instead of uh, using it as kind of like, I, I'm imagining this machine gun effect where you're just creating all this content and just throwing out into the universe and hoping that it hits the right person. This right. is a way for you to really niche down and make sure oh, yeah. it's getting to the right person without yes. much effort, honestly, right. if you're already creating the content already. Right. Because they're looking for you. You're not really looking for them. Yes. yes. Which isn't that every service provider's dream? Isn't that what we all want? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So you've been doing this for not Pinterest, but you've, you've been in this space for about 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And what, what is, what is coming in the future? I mean, what, what have you, are you excited about kind of the shifts of online business? What does that look like for you in this Pinterest space? Obviously video is, is I guess queen because content is king. Yeah. Um, but video is definitely up and coming. I mean, we've had to say goodbye to the beautiful Instagram grid, which I truly miss, but reels are here. They're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere. Pinterest has their idea pins, which is kind of similar to reels as in it's video content, quick, quick.
quick, quickly consume video content, but that's definitely where things are going is video. And Pinterest is trying to start this feel of community versus just a search engine. So just kind of be in mind as you're looking through people's pins and you're on your business account, maybe kind of start engaging with other people's content to get more followers. Followers used to not matter at all. They're starting to matter now. There's a little bit for you. So just yeah. kind of get on Pinterest and start engaging. Yeah. So if you're a person out there who is a little bit burned out from the Instagram world or the Facebook world or the LinkedIn world, this is really a place that you could leverage. That sounds like it's kind of at the beginning of really having some other options for you to be able to connect with people, which really drives momentum in our businesses, the connections. So Sarah, we've talked a little bit off the podcast about how God has kind of shifted your business a little bit lately and how that is looking for you. So talk us through what that looks like now for you. Yes. Okay. Back in the very beginning of 2020, my, this is February, 2020, right before everything shuts down, my husband and I make the, the decision together that he should quit his job. He was trucking at the time and he was gone. Our oldest son was maybe a year old at that point. And he was gone all the time. And it was just not a healthy family dynamic, having daddy gone all the time. And my business was taking off just like website client after website client. And then I had this son and it was like, I was single mom in a way because dad wasn't here. It was just very stressful and for everyone. And so we decided, Jacob, my husband, you're, we're, bringing you home all work for now while you figure out a new direction. And so there's a whole story with how that worked and what does biblical submission look like when your husband is now in the mothering role? I mean, it was, yeah. there yeah. was a lot of prayer and a lot of discussions and, and just figuring all that out. Um, and then he found some direction. He started school a year ago, going into the IT field which is so him guys, if you ever see a picture of my husband, Jacob, which you likely won't, he fills in that it stereotype perfectly. He just does. It's so him. And so he started doing school while I started doing websites, shifting things toward Pinterest during this time. And all of that, it was just the last two years have just been change after change after change, got pregnant, had another son. If you feel like you're stuck in a season of life that is mundane, I hope I can encourage you with just the knowledge that at least for me, a season of life has never lasted longer than three months. Like it's, no. it's, these seasons are actually pretty quick. Yes. Have you experienced that? Yes. Too? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so my business was just growing, growing, growing. And then all of a sudden, Shelly, like January this year, 2022, God's like, I can't even explain. It's not like there was words or anything that were said to me, like nothing super cool like that, but I just knew, okay, I need to slow down. Like something is about to change. I need to press the brakes, which I'm a very driven person. I'm a very goal oriented person. I get stuff done. And so for me to be like, I can't take that client and I don't know why. I can't pursue that new, you know, offer or whatever. And I don't know why. And I was just kind of telling Jacob this over the last couple of months. Like I, I know we were talking about doing this, but I don't think we should. And I can't tell you why. And that was a really awkward time for the last two months or so. Mm. 
Especially at the point where it seemed like everything was confirming, continuing to accelerate. Yes. Yes. Business is good. Yeah. So why slow down? So then at the end of February, near the end of February, Jacob's like, Hey, I saw this job opening. Remember that job I applied for a few months back, but I wasn't quite qualified yet. Well, I'm qualified now and I want to go in for another interview. And I said, okay, go do that. And he did. And I mean, they hired him off the bat. They offered him more money than he was asking for, for salary. I mean, just all of that. And so now he's suddenly, Oh, like last week, guys, last week we swapped roles again, two years later where, okay, mom is full-time dad is now gone working full-time and it's wonderful. Like we are totally at peace about everything, but it's just another, a new season of life again, here we go. But just knowing that still small voice of slow down and then choosing to put aside my controlling ambitious nature yeah. and choosing to listen to that is huge. Yeah. I don't think that it's said enough in this space of growing and building businesses that just because it's going in a certain direction does not mean that at any point God may not need to shift the ship. Um, say that five times really fast, you know? Um, I, and I, I think that we tend to think of it in, in categories of if it's going poorly, then he obviously needs us to do something else. And if it's going well, then we obviously need to, you know, sell our souls basically Mm -hmm. to keep it going. And, and oftentimes that takes the reality out that God is the one directing. And at any moment he may say change course or change pace. Mm -hmm. And you may not know why. So what is something that you have learned through this process of obeying and saying Mm -hmm. yes, when there isn't clarity yet that has, um, encouraged you and that maybe could encourage someone else who maybe feels like they're in that same spot. Mm -hmm. First of all, understand for those of you women out there who are very business minded and very driven, understand that your calling, your, your business isn't always your calling. And maybe it's your calling for a season. Your calling is your calling. So God's calling will be different on you in different seasons of life. And I, you know, I've personally heard a lot of business coaches say, oh, you know, you've been a mom for so many years. Now your kids are in school. You have all this time. Now it's time to follow God's calling on your life as if motherhood wasn't the calling. (laughs) And I don't understand why that's ever said because motherhood is the highest calling. It's so good. It's such a great calling. So please don't feel like your business is your calling. Your business is your purpose. Well, yes, it may be for a season and it's, it's not like your business is the highest. And now I'm stepping down into motherhood. Yeah. I, it's that whole concept of, well, what do you do for, what do you do? And I'm, I'm just a stay at home mom, or Mm -hmm. I'm just an entrepreneur. You're not just, Mm -hmm. you are a daughter of the King who may be doing these things. I heard someone explain it one, one time this way of you have a sacred calling and the sacred calling is love God and love others, right. That is to glorify him, to, to, to love and serve others. And then you have a secular calling, which is the vehicle by which you do that. And so it may be motherhood. 
It may be your entrepreneurial journey. It may be a, you know, corporate America. It may look differently for different people. You may be in a different vehicle, but your main calling is the same. And that's been so helpful to think of it in terms of that, because it really does give you the freedom to press the gas. If he says, or to even step out of the car and park it for a minute, you know, if he says Mm -hmm. it's time, it's time to take a step back. So what is something that you're excited about Sarah in this new season of really coasting a little bit and, and, and changing roles? What about that gets you excited? There's been so many things I've been putting off doing, or at least putting off doing to the thorough extent I would like to do them simply because I work and then I'm mom in the evening and it's just been so much, but my sons are one-year-old and three. So we're, I have very young boys and I've just really, I'm, I'm so looking forward to starting a garden this year and growing some food and learning about how to do things from seed to plant and just, just going to the park with my kids, just getting to know them better while I have them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that season is fleeting (laughs) as we're talking about short seasons Mm -hmm. and what a gift that God is, is opening the door for you to be able to have that. And that, that gets you excited. And I think sometimes, at least in, in my own life, I think that you appreciate that even more when you have not had the, the luxury of that. And, Mm -hmm. and you are able to fully understand the gift of being present. Um, and that is super exciting that you're going to get to do that. I do have one question though, as you're going into this season, are you going to still be running your business? What does that, what is that going to look like logistically? Yes. So I, I know I'm not supposed to just shut it down because I, I do love what I do. I totally love it. So right now this is going to look like just keeping my monthly retainer clients, both my website management clients and my Pinterest management clients. I have those. I still have a course available that people can take at any time. And then I, I still want to work one-on-one with like my Pinterest coaching clients as they come and then still do a few websites every now and then I'm just going to be a lot choosier a lot pickier about who I want to spend my time. You know, are they really ready for this investment for investing my time into them and just being a little bit more choosy in that realm, which is also a gift to be able to have the privilege to be able to really reflect on what you want it to look like, as opposed to having to, you know, go full blown, um, because it is the full, full time, you know, uh, taking all your capacity kind of element. Yes. Um, I'm curious for our audience that does want to get in touch with you, maybe learn from your free course and maybe look into the templates that you have. How would they go about getting connected with you, Sarah? Well, I love Instagram. So if you search on Instagram, Sarah, no H Sarah dot you'll find me there. Please send me a DM. I absolutely love talking in the DMS. And then my website is moats design dot com. There you will find like my free Pinterest cords. You'll find the pin templates and all that. And if you can't find anything, just send me an Instagram DM and I'll get them to you. Perfect. We will put all of that into the show notes for those of you that are listening and want to get connected with Sarah. 
Sarah, thank you for sharing your expertise. Thank you for getting us excited about the possibility of how we can use Pinterest in our businesses. If we have businesses that we want to leverage via that platform. And thank you for your honesty and your authenticity about how God is shifting and pivoting your story. And we are excited to see how that unfolds. We'll go and follow you on Instagram so we can see all your reels. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Well, thanks for having me on. Of course. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer is that this episode today has encouraged you that wherever you are, wherever God has you walking, whatever season you're in, you can make an impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. If you would like to learn more about Cultivate and how you can continue making an impact in your home and in your business, you can check us out at cultivatelegacy.org or follow us on Instagram at cultivate underscore legacy.